Good morning. It is Thursday, August the 17th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Beginning today with consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Title of today's entry is, On Finding Our Place in This Story. And our text is Acts chapter 1, verses 18 to 22. Hear now the word of the Lord. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong. His body burst open, and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language Akeldama, that is, field of blood. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in it. And may another take his place of leadership. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. Stand with me, if you will, and begin marching in place. Now move your arms back and forth in sync with your steps. And now sing with me on repeat. Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. We could keep going. So what does this have to do with anything? Only everything. Why did Judas Iscariot have to be replaced? Because there had to be a twelfth apostle. Why did there have to be a twelfth apostle? Because Jesus chose twelve disciples. Why did Jesus choose twelve disciples? Because Israel had twelve tribes. Why did Israel have twelve tribes? Because Jacob had twelve sons. And Jacob's father was Isaac. And yes, Isaac's father was Abraham. 
Father Abraham. You're still singing, right? Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. We're using that term sons inclusively to refer to all the daughters as well. We are standing in the family line of Father Abraham. This is our story. It is an astonishingly profound, dastardly broken, marvelous, and messed up family story. And it has been 100% redeemed by our crucified, risen, and ascended Lord Jesus Christ. Judas had to be replaced. And do you know who replaced him? Matthias? Well, yes, and we did. You and me. We are standing in the line of the proverbial seat of the Twelfth Apostle. We are coming into the show at season five of six seasons. So we have a lot of catching up to do. That's why we study the Bible, why we are people of one book, to catch up with our story so we can live fully into our character and play our part. So who is our character and what is our part? You'll have to come back tomorrow for the answer. And something tells me you're going to get it exactly right and completely wrong. I want you to think long and hard before you answer that question. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. And we could go right arm, right foot, left foot, turn around. Let's have a prayer of transformation. This is a new prayer that I've written. And I wanted to capture this movement of transformation. We start with consecration. We move to transformation. And that leads into demonstration. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sin. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your creativity and release my chaos. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your rest and release my striving. Come, Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength that my consecration become your demonstration. 
that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. And our question. Do you have a good feel for the six seasons of this great story of God? How would you caption them? Take a shot and write it down in your wake-up call journal. Also note which part of the story you know the least, so we can brush up on that. And for our hymn today, we're going to be singing one of the greatest hits in the hymnal and a favorite of many. I love to tell the story. That's what we're doing here every day, isn't it? It's hymn number 160. We'll sing all four verses. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story because I know tis true. It satisfies my longings as nothing else can do. I love to tell the story will be my theme in glory. To tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. Now, I recognized I did not announce the hymn number three times. So this is hymn number 160 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. Hymn number 160, if you haven't already found it. Now we're going to go two, three, and four. I love to tell the story, more wonderful it seems, than all the golden fancies of all our golden dreams. I love to tell the story, it did so much for me. And that is just the reason I tell it now to thee. I love to tell the story, will be my theme in glory, to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story, tis pleasant to repeat. What seems each time I tell it, more wonderfully sweet. I love to tell the story, for some have never heard. The message of salvation from God's own holy word. I love to tell the story, will be my theme in glory, to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. Last verse. 
I love to tell the story for those who know it best. Seem hungering and thirsting to hear it like the rest. And when in scenes of glory I sing the new, new song, Will be the old, old story that I have loved so long. I love to tell the story, it will be my theme in glory to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. Amen. I love to tell the story for those who know it best, seem hungering and thirsting to hear it like the rest. I'm in that group. What about you? Well, gang, we are underway. We are embarked in this journey through our story, the story of the church, the Acts of the Apostles, the great movement of the Holy Spirit, and it's just so critical for us to fuse the horizons between this story in Acts and the story unfolding right now today in our hearts and homes and churches and cities. The Spirit alone can do that. So let's invite Him to connect us to this great story, this great movement, this great... This is history, friends. But we got to remember it well so that we can imagine it unfolding in its next chapter. That's now. This is our great opportunity. Well, gather up your seeds. If you still you still got time, if you want to order a journal, I'm really going to be calling on you to to engage with that. So important for us to let the scripture be the main thing in this journey. Let my words just be, uh, you know, some devotional commentary coming alongside. But this is an opportunity for us all to dig the well deeper together. Gather up your seeds, friends. We've got uh, fields to hit today. There are people out there desperate. They're hungry. They're looking for Jesus. And they're going to find him in you. I will look for you on the field. I'll see you out there for the awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.